Hey guys, I have a question for you. Are you ready for something new and for your life to take a meaningful direction? Well, we are about to take a big step into the world of possibilities, a place where we don't like to talk about how bad things are, but rather of how great things could be. Here, we look at the world with a new set of eyes, learn our thing or two, and by inspiring each other, we try to find happiness in new realities. I'm Anne Therese, and this is my podcast, Hey Change. guys and welcome back to the very first episode of Hey Change in 2018. I'm so excited to get this year started with you and I don't know how you feel but I have a very good feeling about what might happen in 2018. And if you listened to my last episode you might remember that we ended 2017 with a positive forecast for this year and one of the things that we predicted was that we will for real take on the war on plastic. So, how perfect is it to start this year then with inspiring Alex from Yumi, who together with her husband has developed a new type of plastic, one that actually leaves a negative CO2 footprint on our planet. And if you're curious to know more about the plastic industry, and if you, like me, is just tired of seeing all this harmful, wasteful plastic everywhere you go, I'm happy to say that this episode might make you feel positive and inspired. And also, if you stay until the end, Alex has something very exciting and generous to share. So let's get started with this year and let's bring on our very first guest in 2018. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Alexandra from Yumi. Hi and welcome back to another episode of Hate Change and actually the first one in 2018 and I would say it's a little bit special because I'm sitting here with Alex. Hi. Who happens to also be Swedish. So yes. I'm thinking should we do this in Swedish or in English? Um, probably English I think would be the best. I think it's probably the <laughs> nicest thing to do considering most listeners are not native in Swedish but for anyone Swedish out there. Hej, har ett fantastiskt 2018 och nu kör vi. Det gör vi. Okej. All right, um, so Alex, who are you and why are you here? Uh, my name is Alexandra Nash and I'm one of the founders of Yumi together with my husband, uh, also named Alex. His name is Alexander. And we've developed the world's most eco-friendly reusable water bottle with a purpose uh, where we give six months of clean water for every bottle that we sell. That must be a title that you're probably pretty proud of. Yeah, we are. Uh, it was a little bit, I uh, I would say, maybe bold when we when we came up with a tagline. But it's developed into something that we're really proud of. And it really represents our why, I think, pretty well. Which is, you know, to come up with innovative and sustainable materials that we can make products out of to support our planet and the people on it. 
So I mean, I must admit, I remember when I first found out about Yumi, and I've seen you some on Instagram, and you know, there like there's starting to become there's starting to be quite a bit of companies out there that are claiming that they're you know sustainable, recyclable, whatever. And it said something about like the world's most eco-friendly bottle. I'm like, well, yeah, whatever. Um, I'm sure that's true. But then I actually actually did find out how your bottle differs so much from everyone else's. And I was amazed and I was like, okay, they have their rights to claim this title because I think it is probably the most sustainable bottle out there. So how is it that it's, you know, why is it different from any other plastic bottle? Um, well, I can go into the process a little bit maybe about the material that it's made from. So it's a bioplastic. So all bioplastics actually go under the name of plastic, which maybe is a disservice sometimes because we as people seem to be fairly scared of plastic. But that's another, I think, important note is that plastic, regardless of what kind of plastic it it is, it's not necessarily the problem. It's the people, you know, it's how we throw the plastic. That's the Mm. big problem. It's not the plastic in itself. Because, you know, going back to start shipping things in glass is by no means going to solve anything with climate change because of how that material works heavy too it's really really heavy and it's really heavy on how um how much you know carbon it actually releases in its production so really yeah even even virgin glass is a lot worse than using for example sugarcane um sugarcane is what you're using yeah so we're using sugarcane so what you do is you take sugarcane and then you ferment it and you distill it uh, and then it becomes this uh, plastic, bioplastic type pellets that we use to create the bottle. And the leftover sugarcane is called bagasse. And then you burn that and it, uh, it makes a steam. And then you, the steam you use to create electricity. So essentially the leftover sugarcanes is the, is the thing that then runs the plant. And what's not needed to run the plant is then fed back up. Uh, into the grid mm. so that's how we can claim that the bottle is actually co2 negative because that was the next thing i was going to get to that mm. it's co2 negative like it's not even just positive well no it's not even that it's negative. less harm harmful for the environment it's actually negative like you actually are i don't even know how to say it how to describe it like i think in, in my mind it's just so hard to grasp how i guess the whole process is fueling itself Exactly, exactly. And it's actually taking out of, and we get a lot of questions, you know, because we produce everything in Sweden, except the sugarcane pellets that are shipped from Brazil. But even including the shipment over to Sweden of the pellets, we're still, it's negative 2.3 tons taken out of the atmosphere for every ton of bioplastic produced. Really? So it's, yeah, so it's huge. Wow. And something that, you know, why these bottles are really growing on me, and I have one myself and I'm carrying it around me everywhere. I mean, compared to a lot of those, I guess, metal bottles out there or glass bottles who I guess you could claim to be eco-friendly, these are so light Mm -hmm. and they actually, um, you can fit a lot of water in them. So, and I'm always drinking a lot of water Mm -hmm. and it's really not that heavy to carry around everywhere. Um, no, they actually is... weigh under 100 grams. Oh, really? Is, mm-hmm. So do you, do you think they're actually lighter than actual plastic? or? I would say it's probably fairly similar. 
Um, however, it depends obviously the thickness of the bottles, and we've purposely done ours fairly thin mm-hmm. um, in order for it to stay, um, for it to not to weigh that much. So just to like wrap up the whole product, uh, it's a water bottle made out of sugarcane. And um, they're not leaking, which some actually first like maybe this is gonna be leaking because I kind of had that feeling to it, but they're mm. not. No, never leaked, and um, they're uh, dishwasher safe. Mm-hmm. And you can so you can do that or just wash them by hand. Um, and so again, why is it so bad to be using plastic? Why do we need to find alternatives to plastic today? Well, essentially, plastic is made from oil, and oil is not. It's not a renewable resource. It's a finite resource. So, you know, there's only so much of it. And yeah, we might always need oil for certain things or we might not to, but definitely not to make, you know, plastic. Um, Especially not when there are so many different alternatives. And I also believe we need to think of our health. So, you know, what do we drink out of? Mm. And this sugarcane plastic is, you know, free from BPA, free from any toxin. And it's, uh, we're actually getting an FDA approval now as we speak. And it's approved mm. by the EU. Congratulations. Um, thank you. Mm-hmm. It's, more, it's, a, it's a long process. Um, so, I mean, I think it's important to stay away from single-use plastics. Definitely. Because it's we as humans also need to take some sort of responsibility and not always think convenience. Yeah. And I think we've been heading into convenience for a very long time. Mm-hmm. And now we are starting to wake up and to be like, hey, wait a second. Um, I don't know if this is true, but I once heard that every plastic ever that's ever been produced still exists on this planet. Because mm-hmm. we don't know how to actually, you know, we can't really burn it because mm-hmm. it doesn't really go away. Like mm-hmm. the toxins are still there mm-hmm. and stuff. And so that is... Something to be said about that. Yeah. It's freaking terrifying. And they say, I think by 2050, they think there's going to be more plastic than fish in the ocean. Yeah. And just so sad. So, you know, being all about positivity and stuff, it's so cool that there are, you know, new products out there. We can use sugarcane to create something that look and feel like plastic that, Mm -hmm. you know, works just as well. And it's CO2 negative. And, you know, if you can't turn around and change the world with a product like that, then what is going to make it, right? Mm-hmm. So how does that feel to you? Like, how does it feel to be part of changing the world? No, that's really, putting you on the pedestal yeah. right now. Yeah, like, you know, that's really own, kind own of you. Own the title. Yeah, that's really kind of you. Um, it feels really good to know that, you, you know, that we're selling something that actually do good. And it's not that we're just saying that it does, but it actually... It's actually the truth. And Alex is smiling now. I can see that she's yeah. feeling this yeah. feeling. <laughs> yeah. So it's, you know, it, it's easy to stay motivated when you know, you know, in your core that you're actually doing something that matters. And I think that's what started our whole journey was that we were searching to do something that mattered. Mm. Um, and I think a lot of us do. You know, we want to feel our purpose and we want to matter. And for us, like, we want Yumi to maybe be a little piece in people's lives where they feel like they can do something that matters you know not everyone have the opportunity to to do things like this or to do to not do very much at all but I mean if you can if you can buy one thing and you can walk around feeling proud of that you've made a difference like that's what we want you me to to be yeah I love that you bring up the fact that this actually moves on to the consumer 
and obviously you feel great about starting this company and pushing yourself through this journey that it must have been and still is but also that and anyone buying this bottle is gonna feel great because they're actually making a difference um, and every time you refill this bottle you will be reminded that you know okay I'm making a standpoint for the future for my health for um, the survival of our planet and I'm not gonna just go with convenience and buy another water bottle which is probably filled with toxins from plastic mm -hmm. but to actually bring a bottle with you and that you made that conscious decision of mm -hmm. choosing a sugarcane bottle over mm -hmm. anything else exactly and then to to add to that that you actually by buying one give someone else six months of clean water that's another thing apart is yeah please exactly share um, about that mission uh one of our customers said really nicely the other day she said um it feels really good every time every time i take a sip from my bottle i know that i've given a sip to someone else mm. and uh, i think that's you know that's the real 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 core of it all to know that you know, there's 800 million people in the world that don't have access to clean water. That's insane. And it's insane. And it's, it's, the, there's no reason for that. You know, we can soon probably travel to Mars, but we can't give people clean water. Yeah. You know, we can. It's just a choice that we have to mm. make to, to do that. It's so priorities. It's a priority. Yeah. And, you know, clean water is the first step out of poverty and if you don't have clean water you can't do anything if you don't have clean water and sanitation so um in our first year of business we've given over a thousand years of clean water and i mean that feels and that's what we want to that's what we want the consumers to feel like mm. you're really you're changing the way our planet the, the future of our planet and you're changing the lives of other people wow I mean, I've, I've actually been addicted to water since I was very young. I don't know why. It's one of those addictions. I've never really mm. been addicted to smoking or anything bad, but no, I've been addicted water. to water. You can't die if you drink too much water, you know. I know, and I'm trying to cut down. Um, but there's been times when I, I've been freaking out, knowing I don't have you know access to water at this very moment. And it's so easy to forget that there are people out there whose realities are just like that. Mm. I mean, I remember right few months ago in San Francisco and the wildfires yeah and I couldn't go outside because you just couldn't breathe the air mm. and you don't realize what a luxury it is to be able to breathe clean air until you don't have it anymore yeah. and same thing with water some things we just take so much for granted and we mm. forget that there are so many people on this planet that don't have that mm -hmm. so wow kudos to you for like giving back to the planet giving water to people who need it thank you yeah what's what's next on your list are you are you happy now is this it <laughs> No, I mean, we're we're just in the beginning um, and we're just getting started and we want Yumi to grow and have uh, have a really big impact. Mm -hmm. And we would like for, I guess one of our really big visions is for the people of like, because we give water in the Central African Republic. So it's for the people of the CAR to be able to rely on Yumi to get clean water. Wow. Um, and we're uh, we're planning a trip now, so we're gonna go in May, and hopefully, be able to you know create a lot of personal connections that we can transmit to the customers, so they can feel closer to the projects that we're actually working on. Um, and we've gotten assigned a specific village that we're gonna help out. And I mean, we're always gonna evolve. We there's loads of other products that we might come I was out with. Say, will and, there be more products? Yeah, there will. 
They will. They definitely will. I think the water bottle is just the beginning. Mm-hmm. And it's a good beginning and it's a needed beginning because all these bottled waters just need to disappear, disappear. from the <laughs> yeah. surface of this planet. Yeah, definitely. So yeah, hopefully cool. the, the future looks bright. So where are you three years from now? I hope we are really making an impact in the CR and um, I hope we've come out with uh, a few more products, a mm-hmm. few more designs and uh, I hope we have really managed to create a community, you know, where people see each other in other parts of the world and they carry their Yumi bottles and they feel some sort of connection of the fact that we're all making a difference together. Because that's important to us, you know, it's not us sitting here making a difference because without you know the people buying and supporting from us we wouldn't be anything right. so we're really trying to create that com- that community around it and I, I think that's a new um trend that i'm seeing especially through the people i'm interviewing in this podcast it's anyone today who's starting a company or is like into sustainable entrepreneurship or anyone who's like action driven and wants to create some kind of change it's all about like how can we come together and make this be us. It's mm-hmm. not about oh I'm gonna win this market share mm-hmm. and you know I'm competing mm-hmm. against you. It's I think it's really moving into people coming together as a as a world mm-hmm. and being global citizens mm-hmm. and realizing that we are we are all holding some kind of responsibility mm-hmm. and we can't do this without other people. Mm-hmm. And I think that's just the most amazing part about being alive today. Yeah. That we are seeing this in front of our eyes. Exactly. And like you say, there's so much negativity out there and there's so many horrible facts that you can, you know, dive into and kind of lose yourself. But I think that's a good positive spin because I think you can already start in seeing real change and that Mm -hmm. people are coming together and you know there is proof that we can reverse climate change and um yeah i think the future it's better to wake up late than to not wake up at all so definitely and they do say we are like in our last second of the year or the hour or something so it's time to wake up it's time yeah but uh like you said i think we are so overwhelmed and immersed in all this negativity and bad news and because let's just face it, that's what the news companies and magazines mm-hmm. want to sell us. Because mm-hmm. unfortunately, exactly. it sells. Yeah, exactly. But um, so how can how do you think we can feel as a consumer? How can we feel empowered and optimistic and good about being in this world and good about I guess consuming? Because we can't just stop buying stuff. No, no. Um, it's a it's a tough question. Um, because I feel like we can't put too much uh, pressure on a, on the consumer to find everything out because it's too much to find out. Mm-hmm. It's too much for me to find out that's actually making the product. It's really confusing. So as a company, we need to be honest and authentic and clear uh, and not make up things that aren't true. But I think it's, it's very important to, to say that, you know, all the purchase power is in our hands as the consumer, you know. The companies that maybe don't necessarily do so good, people buy their products, mm-hmm. you know. So I think it's that we got to make that connection between our minds and our actions. Um, and we can't watch that documentary of, you know, how they burn, burn clothes or whatever they do and then go back 
and go to that same retail store the next day and buy right. their clothes. We need to make the connection. We need to make the connection, and I think we need to we need to buy less, uh, but we need to think more mm-hmm. of what we buy, um, and and see it as power instead. Don't look at ourselves as victims of of advertising. Advertising they're trying to make us buy all these things that we don't want. No, you actually have the power because it's your money and mm-hmm. you can choose where you want to spend them. And there are plenty of, which you've had loads on your podcast, of amazing people in the world that are doing great things where you can spend your money. Yeah, and I think definitely understand that we have, like you said, the purchase power in our hands. I usually say vote for your dollar. Exactly, whatever, yeah, you know, yeah, exactly. Um, whatever currency you're using. But... Yeah, like to understand that we don't need as much as the companies may sometimes put out or like make us believe that we do. Mm-hmm. And similar to like, you know, purchasing and using a Yumi bottle, mm-hmm. like your other customers said, like for every sip of water, I know I'm giving a sip of water to someone else. Mm-hmm. We can really feel, and I think it's important to know that, that we can be happy customers. We don't mm-hmm. have to have bad conscience for shopping mm-hmm. because we, we could actually put intentions into our shopping and then exactly. we can feel like, I used to call it everyday heroes. Yeah. And it's okay mm-hmm. to wanting to feel like a hero. Mm-hmm. It's okay to give yourself that title mm-hmm. because if you are making conscious decisions in your shopping and just kind of like making that connection, as you said, mm-hmm. we are allowed to be heroes. Yeah. Because we need everyday heroes yeah, more than do. ever. Mm-hmm. So yeah, definitely. Definitely. And I mean, I'm obviously admired by your drive and your passion. And I'm so grateful that there are people on this planet like you and your husband. Alex and Alex, uh, who want to take up their time and their energy to bring these new, innovative, amazing products to the market. But to be honest, there must have been times when you felt like, okay, I'm giving up. It doesn't matter. People don't care. This is too hard. You know, you may feel like you're getting somewhere and then something else comes up and like, that's not going to work anymore. Have you ever, you know, dealt with that or has it always been like a straight road? No, I mean, like any entrepreneur or any human would say it happens all the time um and i don't know how to word myself yeah but it happens all the time because you're trying to when you try to be i guess authentic in a world that's maybe not where the majority maybe isn't mm-hmm. um you have to deal with a lot of distrust which is difficult at times because w- we come from no place but a good place so with this kind of social entrepreneurship and this kind of like thinking about the planet when you do things, it it comes with, you know, prices are maybe higher, things are maybe a bit slower. And when people don't understand that, there's obviously a bit of a disconnect. I think sometimes just not ignorance, but not wanting to know the truth. Exactly. And what people do in, in order to kind of protect themselves mm-hmm. and not having to feel bad about mm-hmm. their own purchasing um, behaviors. Mm-hmm. They just kind of go into hating instead and like mm-hmm. questioning you who are different. Exactly. Yeah. And I mean, I would say a lot of that questioning is also very good because we learn, we learn so much mm-hmm. about it. And for example, just to use an example, since our bottle is plant-based, um, we naturally come into like the plant-based society, which mm-hmm. is fairly close to the vegan society, which wasn't our intention when we started. But, you know, we realized when we're that close, we need to maybe go the whole way. So we're trying to get, which I think we will get it vegan certified and all of that. But that comes, a lot of question comes up around that. And me and my husband, we 
eat a lot of plant-based food but none of us are actually vegan so we don't know everything about it mm. so we get a lot a ton a ton of questions for example we've gotten questions if bone char is used in our bottle because it's it's what used to make sugar white mm. which i had no idea about but it's it's not used in our products at all but it's, it's things like that i wow. wouldn't I, yeah i mean i wouldn't even have thought about looking that up myself so I think you need to, you know, face the challenges head on and just take them for what they are and not take everything personal. And if there is, there's always a solution, it's just that we, maybe we haven't found it yet. So, And something very important that you're bringing up, because I've experienced very similar things. I mean, I went vegan. I call myself vegan. I don't know if I want to call myself a vegan today because there's, like you said, some of the things that I don't even know. I found out after being vegan for maybe a year that apparently wine isn't vegan. I mean, mm. there are vegan wines out mm. there, but most aren't because mm. they use egg in the process of making it. Yeah. And so now I was like, okay, so now I'm not vegan anymore. Mm. Um, but I think it's important not to put titles exactly. and to understand that everything is a learning curve mm-hmm. and it's we are not bad people for wanting to become something and not being perfect yet. Exactly. And you, you say that so well, because that's exactly how we're trying to approach it. You know, we're not saying that sugar cane is the solution to all the problems in the world. Maybe it's a, a little one. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's all about the learning to be open, to be open to learn and to be open about the fact that, you know, you're not perfect and you don't know everything. And that's what Hey Change is about. Mm. It's about being curious and open to new facts and new things and new ways of like living and being and to understand that it's okay to have been wrong yeah. and to have not known everything and how can we grow from new knowledge and how yeah. can we become even better human beings mm. and even happier with our lives. Yeah. It's a constant learning curve. Yeah, it really is. And I think it's it's it takes courage to go out there and claim to be the most eco-friendly bottle like, hey, I'm plant-based, I'm compassionate and then suddenly someone comes up to you like hey you know i don't know if you know about this but you know have you ever heard about whatever Mm. and then suddenly some new knowledge is brought to your attention Mm -hmm. and uh the only way to deal with that is to in that circumstance just ask yourself like wow okay so what is my next action from this new um, standpoint and it's very hard like you say when you talk about labels it's hard you can't claim every label because there's nothing left. Do you understand what mm-hmm. I mean? Like in our process, okay, we want to be really eco-friendly. But then sometimes that means not being vegan. Because mm. if you're vegan, you're not eco-friendly. Because yeah. then it's really bad for the environment. Not all vegan things are very good for the environment, for very example. True. Or not even very healthy. And not very healthy either. So you can't really claim to be the healthiest, the most vegan and the most sustainable. Because in 99.9 instances... That's not possible. We're using air. Yeah, you, exactly. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I think what we all can do is we can be the best version of, uh, version of ourselves every mm-hmm. day and be open to learn. And Definitely. And as a consumer, like as you're starting to maybe wanting to learn more about brands and different products, you may find, like Alex is saying, that one product is very sustainable and very eco-friendly, but it may have been shipped from India or... Mm-hmm. You know, it may have been using some kind of animal products to it or something is completely vegan, but then they're using some other material that may not be the best for the environment. And it's really just a maze of finding whatever you speak for and like what feels good to you. Mm -hmm. But I think any 
conscious decision in any kind of direction is better than just aimlessly going and buying whatever. Exactly. So, you know, I think that's, you know, as this world is evolving too, and we are finding new innovative ways of doing things and new designs, you know, just try to be open and try to make one good conscious decision and Mm -hmm. then try to feel good about buying stuff. Cool. Um, So I'm kind of curious though, like how long have you been on the market? How long have you been able to sell these products? Uh, We've been selling the uh, bottle for a year. Oh, that's very new. So what is some kind of feedback you've been receiving so far? Uh, We've been receiving really good feedback. I would say the biggest surprise is the reach. We've sold in, you know... We're obviously based in Sweden, um, but we sold in America, Australia, Dubai, Mexico, South Korea, Turkey. And that's online sales? And it's online sales, yeah. So that's been massive to us to just... You know, because in the beginning, when you, you when you start a brand, the first couple of orders, you, it's always your friends and your family. And your mom and dad. <laughs> mom and dad. Sister and, yeah. and when you start selling to people that you think, oh, do I know this person? No, there's no connection. Okay, that's really cool. That's cool. Yeah. That's when you bring up the champagne. Exactly. Like, yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, so the feedback has been, has been very, very good, I think. We've been blessed. And that's also the magic about the internet today and social media. Exactly. You can reach so many people. Exactly. You do have some retailers too? or We do. Um, not so many. We have a few exclusive ones. Um, we have some in Dubai, Australia, uh, a few in uh, in America, uh, and a couple of sweet in Sweden. I would say those are the main ones. I'm proud of you. Thank you. Can I say that? Yeah. I can be proud of people I yeah. don't really know. Yeah. Right. I'm starting Thank to you. know you. So as exactly. we grow and, you know, develop our relationship, I'll be even prouder. Thank um, you. So what would you say, like, what, if you were to pick one celebrity that you'd say, like, okay, this is actually when we're going to throw a party. If I see mm. this person holding a Yumi bottle, that's when I know, like, I've made my goal. Yeah. Oh, is there anyone? That's a good question. Um, I would say Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, yep, good one. Would be a really good one. Um, and Bill and Melinda Gates mm. uh, are some people that we really look up to. Um, and then Ellen, I think Ellen is someone for me that maybe she's not so much in the like sustainability field, but, but sometimes that's always, more important. But she's always aiming to do good. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love that about her. So. If anyone knows any of those four people. I was going to say, if anyone has connections, <laughs> reach out to alex at uv.com. Or exactly. Yeah. yeah, well, you never know. Reach for the stars, I always say, and you may just end up on the moon mm-hmm. watching the stars mm-hmm. from very close. Um, okay, wrapping up with my final three questions. Okay. Okay, are mm-hmm. you ready? Yeah. All right. So here in Hey Change, we're all about spreading good vibes and positivity. So can you please share some positive news that you learned lately? Um, actually, I was reading on my way over here that I don't know if you've if you've heard about this, but they've just come out with the first edible straw, which I thought was really cool. Edible straw. Mm-hmm. So not just reusable, but edible. no, but it's edible. Uh, you eat it after you've done using it, and I thought that was really really cool. It's made of algae, so apparently. I don't know too much about it, but cool. I think it's coming out next year, in the middle of next year. I've heard algae is just like the new thing to use mm-hmm. for a lot of things. Yeah, it's something we're looking into quite a lot as well. So it'd be it's interesting. also very healthy for you, I think. Exactly, yeah. Wow. So that was pretty cool. And then uh, I've been trying out cricket protein lately, which actually tastes really good. Which I guess it's not vegan, right? No, I don't know. Isn't it like an animal? 
Like a bug? Cricket? Yeah, I guess it would be. So yeah. I don't have to eat it? No, you don't okay, have to good. eat it. No, but it's actually, it tastes really, really good. Uh-huh. And from like a, uh, maybe not from a vegan standpoint, but from a, like a sustainability standpoint, mm-hmm. it's a lot better than to many of the, you know, competitive protein No, and uh, I've heard this actually, products. that we're heading into the bug world. Mm-hmm. We're going to be eating a lot more crickets and bugs in the future. And this is something to tap back into like, do I go vegan? Do I go like eco-friendly? Mm-hmm. Like it's, you know, you can say that I'm so vegan and I'm, I'm so hardcore compassionate and then you buy a product that's going to kill the oceans and then you're actually killing animals too. Yeah. So it's, it's really hard to be one yeah. full circle and you know, maybe I'm going to have to make an exception and meet, eat some crickets mm-hmm. if that's what the future is. I have some if you want to try them actually. They're okay. <laughs> I even have, have chocolate on. <laughs> By the way, I just made Alex this vegan gluten-free healthy brownie it was okay yeah it was really good mm-hmm. it was really nice it tasted healthy yeah it that's did. what we came to yeah it tasted healthy i think it's more of like a snack bar that you have yeah. during the weekdays yeah. um, but it's filled with dates and chia seeds and actually black beans and oh, stuff like that beans. yeah it was so very good it's interesting i'm gonna post it too for anyone yeah. who wants it um all right that's not what we're gonna talk about but that cool news so edible straws mm-hmm. and eating crickets mm-hmm yeah, it's the future. The future, yeah, the future. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> okay, so number two, we have a brand new year ahead of us, and like I always say, anything could happen in a year. So, what is one headline that you wish to read in two thousand eighteen? Oh, a headline. There are so many bad headlines out there. <laughs> this is gonna be a good one. This is gonna be a good one. I would love to read something along the lines of that people are starting to this buying from the big corporations that only operate for profit and are actually searching out smaller brands that are trying to make a difference mm. i think that could be something that could be read mm. this year just have to find that one publication that's going to write that yeah i actually read something kind of in the lines of that um apparently young millennial chinese people mm. are very conscious about the environment and especially tree protection i think in air quality so any corporation wanting to sell to the chinese millennials Mm. should be thinking about those terms that's interesting so that's kind of a good headline too yeah yeah really is all right so as my third and final question to leave with this episode of change today i'm gonna let you finish off with giving one or a few advice that you would give to anyone listening to stay positive in this world um I would say, I, I once read this saying, I can't remember by, by who it was, but it's to fail big, but dream bigger. You need to be able to fail, to be able to dream really big. And I love that because failing isn't, isn't a bad thing. It's just a, it's just a leap forward. And then also to just to if you want to create change or if you want to do something different or you know if it's the beginning of the year and you have all these plans just take the first step Mm. and always do the best that you can in any given moment and then eventually it will you'll arrive i think great advice thank you i'm gonna take that with me too because i think we are so afraid of failing mm-hmm. and it's holding us back but like you said there is no failure no there's only learning and growth mm-hmm. and keep heading forward 
Yeah, and I think sometimes maybe maybe go and find some stories about some successful people. Like try and find the real stories, and, and you'll you will see, see how much how, the, how much they failed mm. before they Tons. big mm-hmm. time big time failures. Yeah. yeah, and they never gave up. No. Awesome, thank you. So, if anyone wants to find you, me, and Instagram, their website, your website, what mm-hmm. is what is that? Um, our website is uh, www.yumi.se. And then we're at our Yumi on Instagram and uh, at Yumi on Facebook. Cool. And it's spelled Y-U-H-M-E, right? Exactly. Y U H M E dot S E. Exactly. Yes. Cool. Thank you. And I think you have something special to share with the listeners, right? Yeah, I think we we wanted to take the opportunity to give one of your listeners one of our um, water bottles. Ooh. Um, because we actually had a new one just coming out. Um, that we released right before Christmas, which is a double impact bottle. So not only are we giving six months of clean water, we're also donating to the Perfect World Foundation that are working, I don't know if you say for or against climate change, but you know. For climate justice against yeah, climate change. Yeah, exactly. Wait, are you, ge- are you keeping any profit or are you just not giving much. away? <laughs> not very much. And the poster boy for this, which you might have seen a lot on social media, is the polar bear. Mm-hmm. So we have a water bottle with a polar bear on that we would like to, uh... and it's very pretty. I've seen it, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and we'd like to give one to one of your listeners. Okay, so how can you win this water bottle? Maybe you can, uh, when this episode comes out, maybe they can go to your Instagram. Okay, yeah, I will. Okay, let's do this. I will, as this goes live, post something on Instagram with all the instructions on how to enter this competition. Yeah, and you could be the lucky winner of a Yumi sugarcane negative CO2 footprint water bottle that you can feel awesome about using. Mm, exactly. And then, then we'd like to give whether you want to enter the competition or you just want to purchase one of your own. Uh, we'll set up a discount code with uh, just using the code HeyChange and you'll get a 50% off wow. on one bottle. Okay, so now you have nothing holding you back. You can get a bottle today if you don't want to wait for the competition. And just use the code HeyChange for a 15% discount. Cool. Exactly. Alex, thank you so much. Keep going. Keep changing the world. I am, like I said, honored to know you. And it's amazing to know that there are companies like Yumi out there making their standpoint in this world. Thank you so much for having me. It was a pleasure. That was it for today. Thank you for listening and I hope you feel as inspired to take 2018 by storm as I do. Don't forget to check out my Instagram and Therese Bengtsson to enter the competition for your chance to win your very own Yumi bottle. I will of course link my Instagram in this episode and you can also find me under the hashtag HeyChange. Until next time, stay curious, stay happy And don't forget to get out there and embrace some change.